Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Good morning, Nigerians. It's Inside Nigeria for this Tuesday morning, January 4, 2021. Happy New Year from me for the first time on this show. And of course, as usual on this show, we shall be deciding leading story of some national dailies today, starting with Nigeria's most influential newspaper, the leadership, and also we shall be discussing the APC National Convention, scheduled for February this year, to be or not to be. We shall be talking to one of the stakeholders in the party. But before then, let's start with the newspaper review. And as usual, we're starting with Nigeria's most influential newspaper, the leadership. On the front page of leadership this morning, there are two big stories. Pressure mounts on APC leaders to shift national convention. Postpone convention, ruin your legacy, according to the Progressive Governors Forum Director General, Mohamed Sadi Lukman, who is telling the APC National Creative Committee Chairman and Yobi State Governor Boni is saying APC is playing into PDP's hands. Selfish personal interest must not override party's interest, according to another stakeholder of the party, Patrick of And down below the front page photo is another story, a sad event. Bashir Tofa, June 12 actor and quintessential politician, bows out at 75. Bashir Tofa, June 12 actor and quintessential politician, bows out at 75. President Muhammad Buhari, governors, northern elders, more. And of course, remember Bashir Tofa was the presidential candidate of the defunct social uh defunct national republican convention in the june 12 1993 presidential election he pitched he contested against the presumed winner of that election the late chief mashu kashimau olawali abiola late mk abiola may so rest in this now back to the apc uh story well we don't know whether that convention will hold as land on February, in February or not, as there are divergent views as to whether the convention should hold or not. But the stakeholders are divided. Some are saying the convention should hold as planned, while others are saying no, it should not hold. It should be postponed to another date so that the convention can also accommodate the presidential primaries of the party ahead of the 2023 general election. Well, let's go to our sister publication, The National Economy. And of course, on the front page of The National Economy is the budget as story. Nigeria's 17.12 trillion era 2022 budget at risk over production quota, US shale oil. Nigeria's 17.12 trillion 2022 budget at risk over oil production quota and US shale as OPEC meets over output increase Parting Russia, other producer, my priority, according to the new OPEC Secretary General, Aitam Algaias. Aitam Algaias was just elected as the new Secretary General of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Country, OPEC, yesterday at its special uh, meeting. Now, the national economy is raising alarm that the budget may not be implemented owing to some development. Nigeria's capacity to produce. Uh, 1.8 million barrels of oil per day and also the u.s shale oil 
which according to President Joe Biden might be released. So if US release its reserves, oil reserve, and also we can produce our quota of the oil, then the oil benchmark may not be realizable, which may be a risk to the 2022 uh, 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 budget. Well, the third newspaper on our name this morning. We have the Vanguard, and of course, on the front page of the Vanguard is politics. 2023 APC PDP echelons are bust over Jonathan's moves. 2023 APC PDP echelons are bust over Jonathan's moves. While speculations of Jonathan Kennedy APC won't end soon. Former President Knox contemplating joining ruling party according to People's Democratic Party. Jonathan didn't hold any consultative meeting over 2023 according to his age. Don't leave PDP. PDF DG wants Jonathan. Don't leave PDP. Progressive Governor's Forum Director General Mohamed Salim wants Jonathan. Well, that's that. There are speculation whether President, former President Jonathan will contest the 2023 elections or not. And what is even surprising is whether the president, the former president, will dish the PDP and go and join the APC to contest on its platform. Well, we can only keep our fingers crossed to see what happened at the end of the day. But whether it will be or not this 2022, we tell. Well, let me go back to the front page of leadership as I'm being joined by Mohammed Saeed Esu, a national chairmanship aspirant of the APC to discuss this development. Good morning, Mohammed Saeed. I don't know if you can hear me. Good morning. All right. Uh, if you can hear me, you need to unmute yourself so that you can hear me and join the conversation. Well, Mohamed Saeed Esu is an aspirant of the APC National Chairmanship Office. We shall be discussing the pressure mounting on APC leaders to shift the party's plan national convention slated for February this year. To be or not to be. So I don't know if Saidu is hearing me now. Okay. Saidu, we need to go on a short break to fix that connection. Well, we'll come back. You join us properly to discuss this story. I'll be back shortly. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back. We're still inside Nigeria for this Tuesday morning, January 4th. 2021. Like I announced earlier, I'm being joined by Mohammed Saidu Esu, an APC national chairmanship aspirant, to discuss the party's plan convention to be or not to be. Good morning, Mohammed Saidu Esu. All right, you can hear me. I can't hear you. All right, now let me show you the front page of leadership this uh, morning, uh, talking about pressure mounting on APC leadership to shift your national convention. I don't know. Hello, Saidu. All right, we can't hear Saidu. I don't know if he's saying us, but there's something wrong with that 
connection from your end. If you can hear me, you need to unmute yourself so that we can hear you. Uh, but, all right. Let me go to the third newspaper on our menu this morning where we fix connection with Mohammed Saeedu Esu, an APC national chairmanship aspirant who is going to speak with us on the planned national convention of the ruling party. All right, the last newspaper on our menu this morning is this day. And of course, on the front page of this day, no controversy on who becomes next Olubadan, say Ibadan High Chiefs. No controversy on who becomes Olubadan, say Ibadan High Chiefs. Declaring king, declare new king will be chosen based on tradition. Or your ex-attorney general advised Mohakinde against appointing of new, against appointment of new over Jonathan Sawolu Ayin Mon late Mona. No controversy on who becomes next to Luba that say about the high chiefs declare new king will be chosen based on tradition as ex attorney general of Oyo State advised Martin Day against appointment of new order Jonathan Sawolu Ayin Mon last late Mona, the late Oba Sali Adetunji, the Ajay Ogubunis of one who passed away on Sunday morning. Well, the former attorney general of Oyo State, the barrister Lana, is actually arguing that the potential Olubadan of Ibadan Lad, who is the chief Lekon Balogun, should not benefit from this tool because he, don't know, he does not believe in the Olubadan still as he is craving for another stool elsewhere where he is expecting to become as over according to court papers available and also ongoing uh, litigation. Well, we can only keep our fingers crossed and see what happens. And this will actually affect the Olubadans too, whether positively or negatively. Well, let me go back to Mohamed Saeedu Esu, an APC national chairmanship aspirant, who's going to speak with us on the parties, on the planned parties convention. Good morning, Esu. Can I hear you now? Yeah, you can hear me very well. Are you online? All right, good. You have done the right thing. Good morning. Morning, my brother. And Happy New Year. Same to you. Compliment of the season to leadership yeah. family and entire Nigerians. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope you have seen the front page of leadership this morning. Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, the story is not a surprising one. We've been having the, uh, the stories for some weeks now. Even from right uh, day that we met in Abuja, the day after we had a letter emanated from the chief whip of the Senate, who has written to the caretaker committee chairman to shift the convention till June, where they will merge the convention and um, party primaries together. But uh, to me and the other co-aspirants who have been on these uh, campaigns for a while, we think the party need to do something serious to embrace Nigerians, their plans on how they want to do this. If not, it will still keep on putting speculations and a lot of uncertainties in the activities of the party. That's why the leadership of the caretaker committee, headed by His Excellency Mimala Buni, have to come out clear this week and tell Nigerians and the APC and Progressive family what actually is the true picture of this so that we can know the next lives of actions as an aspirant of the party. 
All right, uh, Saidu. Personally, what is your own opinion? Should the convention slated for February should be postponed or not? What is your own take? Which side do you belong? Now, it's clear that uh, we have already prepared our mind for the February convention after the meeting of the governor of uh, the uh, the governors of the Progressive Forum chairman, who is the governor of KB State, and the caretaker party chairman of the party, who is the governor of Yobe State, Alajime Malabuni, met with the president and they agreed on the February, even though there is no certainty of the date. Now, all the aspirants and me, myself, have prepared our mind for the February convention. Now, we are waiting for them to give us, and we are also ready for that February convention, so that we can be able to move for on with other activity that is coming up in the party for the period of the time before the actually party primaries. So if the convention is eventually uh, shifted, will that affect your own plan to become the national chairman or it doesn't mean anything? Because there are people who are alleging that some vested interests are the ones pushing for the postponement in order to have their way at the convention. You know, when you are in election or when you are in process of uh, campaigning, you should put it in the mind of, uh, at the back of your mind that you are going for winning. And at any point in time when they slated the party convention, I'm optimistic that we're going to win. I'm, I'm going to come out victorious in this game. And that is why either they shift or they didn't shift. We are ready and we are ready at any time to do this. But the best thing for the party now, me as an individual, we need to do this convention so that we can be able to settle a lot of things before the party national uh, primaries that is coming up by June or July, according to the Constitution and the Electoral Amendment Act of the country. Can you get me? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Now, what we are calling on the party, they should give us actually what is happening so that we can either continue our campaign, our networks, we continue expanding our network till that time that they want to shift it. But the best thing so that our resources, because we are putting a lot of resources in this uh, game for a while now, we need to manage our resources so that we shouldn't throw out our chances of winning. My call is the convention should hold in February so that we finish everything that we're doing and continue the progressive uh, agenda that we have for the 2023. So for you, whether the convention is planned or not, it will not uh, affect you and you are not accusing anybody of having a vested interest. You know, you in, okay you know best, let, let me get it clear. In politics, there must be an interest and that is why it's all politics. But interest shouldn't stop us from doing the convention. That's my own opinion. If you have interest, play your cards very well from now till a month or before the convention so that we can be able to actually agree on who to lead this party for the party primaries that is coming by June and July this year. 
we're not saying that there won't be interest. There will be interest, actually. Even we are that in the race is because of interest of young people that believe that it's a time for them to take over the party, to manage it effectively more than the way they are doing it now. That's why the interest is always there and is always sacrosanct in politics. But either getting scared of some vested interest. No, we are not. We are not deterred. And that's why we are optimistic of winning this election. If they agreed by the rules. So finally, uh, Saidu, a lot of people believe that your party is not uh, united because you are finding it difficult to organize a regular convention for a long time. You can't even organize a convention and this might threaten your chances of winning the 2023 uh, election. Do you believe this? And if not, what are your Contrary, what you are saying now is a two different thing. Uniting the party and winning the election in 2023. What you can see from the registration, what congresses, party, local government and state congresses, there must be a little bit one or two. But saying that the party is not going to win 2023 election, I think is a dream taken too far. I'm optimistic we're going to win 2023 election. But the main politics in the party, we're going to resolve it, and I'm, I'm. All right, so sure, so that we fix the real politics. Go ahead. So that we face the real politics ahead. I'm calling on all the party stakeholders and the leader of the party. I'm, I'm even calling on the president to make sure that we do the right thing at the right time, so that. We can be able to, because we have a lot of things ahead of us after the party convention. We need to settle a lot of issues after, because there is no any party that doesn't have a rank, that ha always have a rank of free convention. What you will do is that after the convention, there is going to set up a committee of reconciliations and uh, pacifying some certain people so that we move together. After that, we plan on party primaries that is called fast approaching. From now to the next six months, when did we have time after convention to do all these things? And that's why we are saying the best time is the February that they've agreed on. Let them do it so that we finish the game once and for all and move on. I was saying to am forced again to ask you another last question because we talked about residents and other party leaders doing the right thing. What are these right things specifically? The right thing that we're telling them to do is that they should adhere strictly to the constitution of the party. And they should address strictly to their words by agreeing on some certain things that they've also tell Nigerians that they are going to do. One is that after meeting and series of meetings, they met with the president, who, which is the leader and the leader of the country, that they are going to do their convention by February, even though there is no specific date. Now, if you meet with the president, you have agreed on this. The next line of action is to put set up machineries on ground to make sure that these things come on board. But when you comes back again and tells another story, it puts some certain kind of uh, uh, doubt and kind of, uh, uh, let me put it in a way that people understand, the kind of uh, suspicion moves within the ranks and files of the party and from some certain individuals. That's why we said, let them respect the president let them respect the constitution of the party and let them respect the 
members over 40 million progressive mm -hmm. registered members across the country so that they will do the, what is needful all right many thanks to you mohammed Senidi, a national chairmanship aspirant of the ruling all progressive party we wish you good luck in your endeavor thank you so much for thank you very this. much for giving me this opportunity thank you so much all right we're speaking with mohammed said national chairmanship aspirant of the all progressive congress who has provided insight on the crisis working the party and also the uncertainty around the planned convention of the party's later for january later for february this year many thanks to saidu but i need to go on a short break when i come back i'll be speaking with evangelist julius oromode the co-founder of an app called cool right we will be talking about the app its importance and also a uh, 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 effect on the transport system in Nigeria as a new innovation. I'll be back shortly. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back. It's still Inside Nigeria for this Tuesday morning, January 4th, 2022. Well, like I said earlier, I shall be discussing the new innovation in the Nigerian transportation system. We shall be talking about an app-based car pooling platform called the Cool Ride is an innovation or innovative app in the Nigerian transportation system, different from the existing car hailing business we are used to. Now, I shall have been joined by a co-founder of the Cool Ride app, evangelist Julius Omorabi, a Nigerian based in Spain, who shall be talking about their innovation. Good morning, evangelist Julius. Good morning, sir. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Happy New Year. Compliment of the Thank season. You. All right. Let's talk about your innovation, the Cool Ride. What is Cool Ride all about? Yes, the Cool Ride is all about uh, transportation, uh, traveling across Nigeria, states and cities. And um, we knowing that the, the transportation uh, problem in Nigeria is very hectic. And uh, by the grace of God, we are given an innovation to, to invest in this country to make transportation across the states and cities easier in every way. So it's an app that has been developed, registered nationwide, and it's, uh, it's, good, it's good to go. All right. So how can Nigerians actually key into this app or how, in what way will it benefit them? Because there are existing uh, car hailing you know, hubs we are used to, but this is different. So what makes this one different? And how can we actually benefit from it? Okay, the difference between it and the other ones that are existing is the ones existing has been existing for interstate. And you can just hail a cab within the cities and uh, you go. But the cool ride is it's a different app, it's a different business. I believe it will help Nigeria, even the government in in every aspect. Okay, this is how to how it works. For example, if anybody if anyone or anybody want to kill into it, uh, the moment is on Google Play Store. They just have to write cool ride on your Google Play Store and uh, and download. So when you download, you sign up either as a driver or as a rider we will qualify the, the passengers as riders so we look at everything you submitted and we have you verified 
the moment you are verified as a driver, then you can you are good to go. For example, it's mainly not completely. It's mainly made for car owners. For example, if I'm a Kano, I'm traveling to Abuja or to Lagos, Kano to Lagos. All you need to do with my personal car, you registered. There is a place to say give give a ride after you have a, you have been verified. All you need to do is Kano your your exit and your final destination Lagos. If you want a stopover, you can ride Kaduna, Abuja, Lokoja, Bini, or wherever you want to have a stopover. The way have, everything is being coded. We suggested some money, the amount from Kano to Lagos. There are every cities in Nigeria, they are all there. So, but as a driver, you have the right to modify either app or a use. Then you you publish it in on, on our site, it is there. So anybody who is going to travel with you can have a set who is a rider now or a passenger, and just said, I'm going from Kano to Abuja or to Lagos or Kano to Abuja, anywhere you want to go, then you are now free to, to book a ride with a prospective driver which is going on the direction. So, um, like the existing uh, car healing hubs, I know from my house I can just, you know, improve my location. I will see the amount I shall be charged uh, when the driver comes to go on arrival and pay. But in this instance, am I to pay in advance or until I get my destination like the regular ones we are used to? Yes, you have to pay in advance because it's an interstate and intercity transport services. The way we do it is this. Yes, unlike the rest. So when you pay in advance, let's assume that uh, Musa is traveling from uh, Kano to Lagos. Then he, he posts his trip there. So what happened is uh, Chidi booked a, a ride. Uh, Nosa book a ride and uh, Kola book a ride, maybe three passengers. Then they pay to us, not to the driver. So because we make, because we know the security of the nation and how it is to take someone or to travel with people you do not know. That is why we make everything possible for bank details. We only pay online. You don't pay by hand. So when somebody pay with their bank details, they are known. So we make that as we are so security conscious concerning that. So then we pay for us, we only send a receipt to Musa that look, Chidi, Nosa, and Kola uh, has paid. Then you have access to their phone number. They can make a call. They say, okay, where are you moving? Oh, I will be at a Moby Philly station in so 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 and so area by 6 a.m. So just be there by 6 a.m. and they are going to go. So no time of wasting time at the bus, at the bus park and be, and spend three, four hours there. So you know when you are leaving and you know where you are to meet your, your driver and your passengers and you are good to go uh, go from there. All right, Evangelist Julius, uh, I need to go on a break. But before I go on a break, let me tell you, when we come back on that break, we shall be talking about the security of this app because we are in an unusual times, so you need to tell the people how secure uh, is the app and also tell them about their own uh, security. We'll be back shortly. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters.
Wakama still inside Nigeria for this Tuesday morning, January 4, 2022. Of course, I've been talking to Evangelist Julius Omarobe, the co-founder of the carpooling hub called Kurai. He has been speaking with me from Lagos. He's based in Spain, but he's currently speaking to me from Lagos. All right, Evangelist Julius, we are back. Let's talk about the security of this app, Kurai. People will be paying, you know, uh, online. They need to know how secure is their banking, you know, details, and also how secure uh, are the passengers themselves. So let's talk about security of Kurai. Okay. The One of the areas that really got us, uh, we really had issues, was the information on, you know, Google do not play with people's uh, data. So that really took us months and months to be able to make sure that Google has saved our, our information uh, management. So security management is our priority. We have been able to pass that. Uh, it took us months, more than every other areas, to be able to do that. So uh, the people, their details are secured. They cannot, it cannot be shared with anybody. If it is though, if it if it is not if it is not a head to they have the right to sue us. That is one side. And uh, when you pay, you are not paying to the driver, you're paying to the co-ride services. So it's only when the driver has de uh, delivered on their ride, there is an for example, when the driver is moving, when the, the his vehicle, the time, even if he has one one pass a passenger, he still have to move because it's not a business that maybe if my car is not full, I cannot move. If a driver ride a road that I'm moving by 8 a.m. on Thursday, you are there by 8 a.m. Even if it is just one passenger, is going to move because the driver is traveling. So he just want to, in one way or the other, help himself with, with the four expenses. Now, when you pay, you pay to us. You are not losing any money. So there are laws that are, that are there. When you cancel the your trip, you have your money back within 20, uh, after maybe before 24 hours you have the complete money but when you cancel it within 24 hours you only have 80 percent back people have to make known how it is so when you cancel it between four hours of traveling you have no right to have anything back and when the driver cancel any trip at any time our passenger will get their full amount back so when you are traveling with the driver and the driver arrives from Kaduna, he starts his trip, then he goes to Lagos or Canon to Lagos and ends his trip. There is an automatic message that goes to the passengers or the riders. Now we call them the riders. The riders. That okay, you have traveled with Musa, Mr. Chidi, Mr. Kola or Nosa, as uh, the case may be. How was the trip? You read the driver that oh it was okay we arrived immediately you do that the money automatically is transferred to the driver wallet inside the co-ride app of his app so from there if you click then the money goes in directly into his uh, bank account so on the personal uh, security we know that nigeria right now is we, we are going through tough time and our government is helping and is doing our, our gallant uh, troops they are doing well However, that one is not enough. How do you know or how will you be sure that you will not be traveling with a kidnapper, both as a driver, as a rider? That is why we make sure that every every details, the name must be 
correlated with the bank details. So when you have your bank details as, for example, my name is Julius Omorube and it's on my name too, then I now pay with my bank details. So we know who I pay with. So that is one of the ways that we make it. There is no uh, physical payment. It's not acceptable in our app. All right, I have two more questions for you before I allow you to go, Evangelist Amarubi. Uh, now let's talk about uh, costs or transportation fare. Because why would I you know, book your ride from my app while I can just jump on a bike and go to the nearest car park to take a car and go to where I'm going to? So how the cost? Let's talk about the cost. Tell us about your cost. Okay. Comparison. Yeah. Better for me to patronize you than going to the car park in a near my house. Yes, it's better. First of all, we are we were able to make sure that the we, we rated every cost per kilometers per kilometer, and we know we make sure that the cost is lower in every aspect. In every aspect, however, we still make it a, at the end of the day, the driver have the final say. For example, let me just uh, put it this way. There is a driver moving from Abuja, or let me say 10 drivers moving from Abuja to Lagos tomorrow, which is uh, Wednesday. Now, one make it 25,000 on Kurad app. The other one 22, the other one 20, the other one 15. One, because there are some people who just want to make, okay, I just need someone to be chatting with. You just put it as small as 10,000. So I believe that people we have a, we have choice. So okay, there are 15 drivers moving from the same direction, and they are moving. I don't have to waste time on car park. Maybe the time the last time I was there, I spent like three hours before the car moved. And now I'm going to spend like twenty thousand at the commercial uh, car park. But now here I have uh, twelve thousand to travel to where I'm going to. So there is a, a possibility that ours is cheaper and is more effective that you, have, you don't have uh, any time much time to spend you have it's just like an airplane it has been booked and has to go so even sometimes the airplane can can delay so you are always in contact with your your, your driver or your passengers where are you sometimes your, your driver can just be close to you say i live in so so and so street ah okay i will be passing by wait for me at 8.15 or quarter to 8. So it is easier to use our app than every other one. But everybody might not just be key to this. It will help. Just for example, look at it. Nigerian government is about to remove uh, fuel subsidy, which everybody, many believe that it will be a good thing to be able to, let on, I'm not a politician right now, but let's assume they, 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 they remove it. I bet you that transportation is going to skyrocket it as 150 to 200 percent. Right now, but there are people that have their personal cars. So why will I? Maybe this week I pay 15,000 from Lagos to Abuja. When they, when it is removed, the subsidy is not 30,000. So for me, okay, let me use my car and make my money, so I can travel with my personal car to Abuja from Lagos to Abuja to and fro without spending a dime, I still have between 30 to 40,000 when I'm able to have two or three people on each trips. So I traveled, I don't spend money, I come back and I have 40, 
or 30,000 in my pocket, I think is what many people should take advantage of, full ride services. All right, finally, Evangelist Omarogui, you, you are based in Spain. As, so tell us the transportation experience or the system in Spain compared to Nigeria and how can we improve our own transportation system uh, here in Nigeria? Because despite you know, mass, uh, uh, despite investment in the rail sector and the road sector, there is still a far cry from where we need to be. So tell us the difference and what we need to do to improve the transportation system here in Nigeria. Yes, uh, thank you for that question. I was discussing with some of my friends the other day. I said, oh, like Lagos is so jumped, sometimes so is Abuja. We have to, I, I just pray that the government will be able to speak with our uh, our our big rich men and those who are only, who are business minded. You see, the government does not always provide jobs for the people. It is the people that come with innovation. At the, for example, in Lagos, in Spain, there's what they call underground metro. You can be in Lagos, and because Lagos is the most, uh, 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 you know how it is, to go from one place to the other. What they call on that railway. So you can dig people with, like, people like our uh, elder uh, brother, Dangote, they, they can, Adenunga, and the rest. They can put money together. They can dig from Oshodin, like three, four story building underground. And there will be a railway, another life. From from everywhere, for example, from my uh, from Oshodin to Ikotu to Ota to Reading Camp to to Aja to VI uh, Airport, so people can travel underground in in, um, in in Spain, and it can be replicated here. And this same thing I'm try, I'm telling you about uh, the innovation I brought home right now, it works there. I've traveled with it. I've been the driver of that same distant uh, business I brought to Nigeria right now and they have paid me thousands of naira of the, of euros I mean thousands in euros for just taking people in my direction I'm going to Madrid I just drive from Valencia which I base I just put it maybe the car will just be full for passengers including me we have a chat and I get to my destination I have my free ticket my food money even my going we just pay for my go my tour and pro so coming will just be something I just add then I just think this can be replicated in Nigeria. So why can't I? Though I there was a loan taken, and by the grace of God, I just pray that Nigeria we are able to keep to it and it will be easier for us the way it is in Spain. The underground metro have to be built within the city. And uh, as the government is uh, trying, doing their best to, to work on the railway too, that one will be okay. So that Nigerians who are suffering day and night will be able to have a, 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 a good transportation that will not be so costly for them. So people will now use, they will now have to choose between cool ride, railway, or the commercial transportation, or any other one. I believe it can be done. Nigeria is a great country. There is hardly a place you can easily make money than Nigeria where you can see well. And I pray that it will work. And if you are not, if you are just joining us, go to Korai, just go to Google Play Store. Sorry for now, we have not been able to make it on uh, Apple Store. But at the moment, it's just only on Google Play Store. And the name is Korai Services. It, it covers the four cardinal point of Nigeria. As the case may be, when we are able to get the market in Nigeria, we take it above that. You can just book a ride from Kanu to, to 
to Ghana or to Accra, and it will be it will be okay. But for now, we are going to make it on Nigeria so that when the subsidy is removed and when other things and people will not have to suffer uh, excessive transportation from one city to the other. All right, Evangelist Julius Amarobe, commander who rides a car pulling up here. And thanks for your time and for joining us this morning. Hope to see more of you whenever the night. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. My appreciation. God bless Nigeria. We are in a new year. May this new year bring us great expectation. We have to improve our transportation system. On this note, we've come to the end of Inside Nigeria for this month. And here remain for the bloody book. Make it with us tomorrow for another edition of Inside Nigeria. Bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.